serve and put conference on. Our nation, our movement is coming together to our house and it's our joy to be able to host them. And so we wanna bless them, every pastor and leader and uh, every church member that's coming from outside of Auckland that's coming to be part of our conference. We want them to go home blessed and and refreshed and built up in God. So if you wanna be a part of making that happen, we'd so love for you to be part of our team to do that. And we're gonna let you know how you can do that in a couple of weeks time. But uh, great to be here, great to see you guys. Happy Father's Day. Can we one more time put our hands together for all the dads, all the men in our lives, amazing. Uh, We just think you guys are absolutely incredible. You guys have twins? I'm a twin, and so I'm praying for you guys because I know the, the hell I put my mother through. So me and my brother, it was, uh, it was, it was amazing. So uh, just bless you guys. Hey, it's so good to have uh, also our senior pastor, Pastor Luke, with us. Real father in the faith. He's on you, Pastor Luke. Thank you so much for you. Come on, church, put your hands together for our senior pastor. Just a father in the faith to so many, Pastor Luke, and we honour you. Thank you for your investment into my life and my journey and, and uh, for giving me a shot. Uh, it just means, uh, means the world to us, and we just honour you so much for what you've done. Uh, I got a gift this morning. Any dads get a gift for Father's Day? I got a gift. We have a little dog called Chewy, and uh, my wife went on the internet and found a website that puts your dog's face on socks. So look, I've got Chewy. That's my dog on my socks. Cameraman, zoom in. Not on my head. Put it on the sock, man. There he is. That's Chewy. Isn't he cute? I know. Oh. So, I got Chewy socks. I feel like that's kind of cool. I love being a dad, and um, I just love, I love being a dude. I just feel like life's so much simpler being a dude, and uh, we just love uh, love our dads. And uh, and um, <laughs> some of you are laughing. Some of you are scared to laugh. And uh, we want to honour you. If you're here for the first time, you've come to hang out with us uh, for Father's Day service and you're here, you don't normally come to church and maybe you're here with friends or family or it's your first time here, we're just so blessed to have you. We think uh, it's amazing that you've come to share your Sunday morning with us. We pray you're blessed. We pray you're encouraged and, and we just pray you have a great time. Uh, I love that we get to have dinosaurs in church. I just feel like that's, this is the church I could give my life to. Church yeah. <laughs> has dinosaurs on stage. Um, do you guys want to hear a funny story about being a dad? Okay, cool, I'll tell you guys. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna tell you the story anyway, so you may as well laugh. Um, uh, this is a little story about, uh, of, uh, of my, own, my, my own parenting with my own children. If you don't know, we have two boys, eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Our eight-year-old's Judah, and our five-year-old is Rocky. And uh, Judah got to uh, the age of about seven last year, and he asked me one of those questions that parents know are coming, but you sort of dread is coming like kind of the birds and bees question that kids will ask. And uh, I knew this question was sort of coming. I didn't know when he was gonna ask them and when we were gonna talk to him about it. But uh, one, one morning before school, it was just before school, he, he, um, he just said to me, Dad, where do babies come from? You know that moment you're like, Ugh! it's like, it's happening. And uh, how, how, how does babies come out of mommy's tummy? And all these questions, I said, okay, buddy, awesome. Um, I'm gonna answer your question. Um, but I needed like a day to prepare because I, I, I don't want to just answer off the cuff. So I said, after school, I'll pick you up and we'll have a chat. I'll, I'll answer your question. I'm happy to answer your question, uh, but we'll have a chat. And so I pick him up from school and I took um, our bikes. And so we rode home from school and we went to the dairy. I thought, well, this will be good. I'll go to the dairy, we'll get an ice cream and we'll sit down and we'll have the talk. We'll have the conversation. And uh, I don't know how your parenting conversations go, but this is how mine went. Um, so I'm sitting there, we're talking, and I said, buddy, okay, here it is. You remember you asked me that question this morning? And he'd forgotten he'd asked the question. So then I felt like, oh man, I'm now. So anyway, we were there. So I said, well, you asked this? And he, oh yeah, I did ask that. And so I began to say to him, well, this is how 
it works. And uh, I, I gave kind of the anatomy breakdown of, you know, boys and girls and kind of talking through all that. And I, I got about a minute and a half in and he goes, whoa, 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 dad, 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 I've heard enough. And, and I'm like, are you sure? Because, and he's like, no, no, dead, 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 dead. Dude, that's enough, let's go home. And he literally just got on his bike and rode away. That was, um, so I don't know how your parenting conversations are going, but mine are just spot on, right? So uh, pray, pray for us. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna take a few moments in the service just to encourage the guys here today. And I specifically wanna speak to the men. Uh, I know there's lots of ladies in the room, but you had Mother's Day, so bless you. Um, <laughs> I really just wanna to speak to guys, I wanna to speak to the men in this room uh, today. I've, I've been praying for you guys all week. Every day this week I've been praying uh, specifically for every guy uh, who calls this church home and, I was, and, and I've been praying for every guy who would be in any one of our services today, just blessing you, praying for you. And, and what's been interesting is as I've been praying all week, I, I've just kind of, uh, my prayers have kind of centered around three things. I just keep, kind of keep, these things I just keep praying about. And so I wanted to share them with you today and I wanted to share what I've been praying for you for, but I believe these kind of reflect, well, definitely they reflect my heart for every guy who, who's here today and every guy who calls this church home. Now, I think they reflect the heart of our church uh, for every guy, every guy in this room. And, and I also believe they really reflect the heart of God for every, every guy and, and what he would desire for your life and, and have for you. So I just wanna share those and encourage you with them. And uh, I pray you're blessed this morning. Uh, so I'm gonna share those with you. The first one is this. I, I pray that every guy, men, listen to me, every guy would discover the great adventure of following Jesus. I pray you discover the great adventure of following Jesus. Can I tell you, life is not boring and God is not boring. Like, faith is not boring. There is this wonderful and great adventure that I've discovered with following Jesus. Uh, a year ago, I, I kind of have this, this innate sort of desire in my own life to kind of ha have adventure and to challenge myself and to push myself and do things that are maybe a little bit risky or dangerous, but just, just I wanna push, I wanna live a life that's kind of adventurous and challenging. And so um, every now and again, I challenge myself to do something uh, that is kind of outside of my comfort zone. So last year I signed up to an event called the Oxfam Trail Walker Challenge. And at the Oxfam Trail Walker Challenge, you have to walk 100 kilometers with a team uh, within about 36 hours. That's your time frame to do that in. And you walk over beach and mountain, range, mountain things and farm and, and uh, roads and all kinds of, through the bush. And so it's 100 kilometers. And our goal was to do 100 kilometers in 24 hours. So we literally just walk for, for, for 100K. It's a long way. And um, so we started at 7 a.m. And uh, that was when our, our, our team left. And we started at 7 a.m. And we did not stop walking till 7 uh, 24 the next morning. So we walked for 24 hours and 24 minutes. And uh, I trained a lot for it. I was, I was doing lots of walking. And on my days off, I would just go walking for like five hours. I'd just walk. And, uh, and I walked from, out, we, we lived close by here at the time. And I walked to Maraitai and back. I just was like, well, I'm just walking. I just got to walk. And, uh, and uh, so got, my fitness was good and my training was good. And I walked up to about 45, 50K. I figured that in my, in my training, if I could make it to 50K, I could wing the rest. That's kind of my philosophy. And uh, in, the, in, the, in the event, we're walking, I got to about 60 kilometers, and then my body broke down. And more specifically, my legs did. And uh, what happened was really funny. This, this muscle here in the front of my shin, the tibialis anterior, you're welcome, is um, that controls this movement, the up-down, the, the flight kind of flexion of your foot. So when you're walking, it controls it moving up and down. And that just stopped working on this left leg. It just decided, I'm done. 
I'm out. So as I'm walking, my foot no longer, I can't control it, so it does this. That's, that's, that's all it can do. I just gotta, it just flops because there's no control of my leg. And then at about the same time, I found whenever I was walking downhill, and there was a lot of up and downhill, I, every time I was going downhill, I would get a stabbing pain in the right side of my, of my, of my knee. And it was like an IT band friction thing. You're welcome again. Uh, all the physios are like, hmm. Yeah, so it was happening right there on my knee. So only when I was walking downhill. And so I found that when I was going downhill, to, to bend my leg, it was so painful that I just had to kind of lock my knee and I would just swing my leg. So I'd be walking downhill and I'd just be doing this. And so for 40 kilometers, every time I got to a downhill, this is what I look like. <laughs> that was my technique to get through 40 kilometers. People were walking past me going, wow, this guy who's had a stroke is doing so well. <laughs> so proud of this guy. Come back from adversity in life. It was, it was amazing, but it was adventurous. It was like, it was fun. I kind of feel like for most guys, there's this innate sense of desire to challenge and adventure and, and, and risk and danger. There's a whole bunch of motorbikes right now parked in our outdoor cafe area. Those are all owned by mostly middle-aged men who've never ridden bikes before and have high cholesterol. Why? Because it's adventurous. They started a motorbike gang and half of them couldn't even ride motorbikes and they're like way beyond it. But good on them, man, adventure. Like, let's go for it. Uh, there's something inside us, and I wanna tell you, don't, our lives can become so stale and so sterile, but, but we can, and we can want risk, but can I tell you, don't miss the great adventure it is to follow Jesus. Like, it is not boring. This life of faith is not boring. People are like, oh man, I follow God, but it's boring. No, you're boring. God's not boring. God's amazing. This adventurous life with, with Jesus is absolutely incredible. Second Corinthians uh, chapter six in the message version, uh, Paul puts it so beautifully, he says this, dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly and, and, with, uh, and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. This life God has for you men is open and expansive and adventurous. And you know, I, I want for every guy that you discover, if your faith is, is stagnant and sterile and plain and boring, can I tell you, God is full of color and wonder. God is amazing. This life is open and expansive. And I pray you'd find and discover the, the adventure it is to know Him and to follow Him. And, and like, the, 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 what an adventure to know the God of heaven, the God who made you, who formed you, who formed this world. What an adventure to discover how He's made you and why He's made you. And, to find out that he's made you with purpose and for destiny to make a massive difference in this world. And we would love to help you find out how you can do that. Our growth track is set up perfectly that you would know him and know who you are and go make a difference in this world. I mean, it's it, to, to, to follow the God who dreams bigger dreams than you, who've got, who's got plans for you way beyond what you could think for yourself, to follow him and he'll open up opportunities and doors. You'll go places and see things and do things beyond your natural ability, beyond your own mental capacity, beyond, beyond anything you could think for your life. What an adventure to serve a God where the possibilities of your life become open 
and expansive and endless. There's no limitations. It's an adventure. That's what I've discovered. It's an adventure of getting into his word daily and finding that God loves me and he speaks to me and he shapes me and he changes me in this adventure of prayer and worship and getting into church. My goodness, it's adventurous to do stuff and see things and go places I would never dream, never imagine would be possible and to live it and find it and find this relationship with a loving God who just desires to bless me and take me forward into my future. My goodness, what an adventure. I pray you find it. I pray you discover it. I pray for every guy here today, if your faith is sterile and stagnant and boring, I pray you'd find the adventure of following Jesus. Here's, the, here's what I know. When you go all in with him, that's when the adventure starts. When you abandon all and go, I'm going all in with God, that's when the adventure will start in your life. My second thought, the thing I've been praying for you guys is this. I pray for every guy that you fight your giants. I pray for every guy that you would fight your giants. This is a great story. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of David versus Goliath. It's this great story of this young boy destined to be king who, who, def, who goes and stands before this giant who's defying the armies of God and, and, and all these warriors and soldiers are afraid of him, but this young boy's got this faith and tenacity and belief in who God is and goes and stands before him, not with a sword or a shield or even armor, but with a stone and a sling and, and defeats, it's like this great story, right? And I, I, I absolutely love it and my kids love it. If you've got boys, you'll know they love the story of David and Goliath. For, for literally two years, my boys every night would be like, Dad, tell us the story of David and Goliath. <laughs> it's a bedtime story. And, uh, and I'm a little bit dramatic, so I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm now Goliath. I'm like charging around the room. I'm, I'm in this big booming voice. Bex is like, you're supposed to be putting them to bed. I'm like, shush woman, I'm teaching them. You know, and so I, I'm doing this and, and, and I'm like, and David comes out, he gets it. The stone's flying through the air, sinks into his, and then, and then I'd always fall on one of them and they'd be like, and they're like, ah. And, and so you like act this whole thing out, it's amazing. And then David gets the giant's own sword and he takes it and he chops off that giant's head. And every boy who hears that story goes, ah. like it's like, it's like their eyes go wide. They don't go, Ugh. they go, yes. Because <laughs> in that moment, they're David. They're David. They go, I'm the guy that's defeating the giant. They like absolutely love it. Friends, I know that there's, in this room, there is, uh, you know, a whole bunch of guys here, and maybe you're, you follow Jesus, maybe you're a Christian, and, and uh, you're all kind of dressed nice for church, and you're all kind of proper and everything like that, but I, I know, just looking at you guys, there's still a whole bunch of mongrel in you. <laughs> I, I know for most of you guys, when the pressure comes on, you'll still throw some punches, you know? There's still a bit of fight inside of you. I played rugby a few years back, and I actually played with Adam Frost. And uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was, at the time I was a youth pastor. So I was a youth pastor here at this church, and uh, like leading kids to Jesus, seeing God do stuff. And, and I was playing rugby, and I got made captain of the team. This was my first game as captain. I took the team on the field. I'm representing Jesus. I'm representing Elam. I'm representing our senior pastor, Pastor Luke. And I'm like, I'm gonna do this for the glory of God. In 10 minutes, I got sent off for punching a guy in the head. <laughs> it happened. And they're like, oh man, like, 
aren't you a pastor? Yeah, I said, yeah, 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 I'm with um, St. Columba Presbyterian, and we're just, <laughs> just, just, just next to paradise, that's, that's, that's our church. I know right now, friends, men, listen to me. I hope you're fighting the right fights. I hope you're fighting the right battles. Because I know like David, every man in this room has got a giant in your life that is in opposition to the purpose and plan of God for you. There's a giant in your life that's standing before you that is stopping you from stepping forward into all that God has for you. And I pray you fight those giants. I pray you fight them. I don't know what the giant is in your life. I, know, I do know this, that every guy's got one. Every guy has a giant that right now is standing and it's taunting you and it's mocking you and it's, it's like you can't break through into all that God has for you because the giant is still standing in your life. I don't know if it's a giant of fear. I don't know if it's a giant of addiction, of disappointment. Maybe it's a giant of unforgiveness or bitterness or resentment or maybe it's a giant of stubbornness. I don't know what it is, but, but can I tell you, friends, can you learn to fight your giants? Learn to fight your giants and step forward into all that God has for you. Stop accepting your giants and fight them. Stop befriending your giants and start fighting them. Stop learning to live with your giants and start fighting them. Because until you fight that thing and take it down, you're never gonna fully step forward into all that God has for you. God's got a great plan for you. It's open, it's expansive. And right now that giant is standing in opposition to that. Friends, men, listen to me, fight those giants. Fight them. Don't let them live. Don't let them stay where they are. Don't befriend them. Don't be okay with them. Don't get comfortable with them. Don't give them territory. Learn to fight them. Far too many men learn to put up with them. Far too many men just, just let them be where they are. No, friends. God's calling you to so much more and to so much greater. The Bible says this in Romans 8, that you are already more than a conqueror through Christ. That, that Goliath, that giant in your world, it has no power. It must fall in Jesus' name. You, all, you must, all you need to do is get up, grab the stones, grab the sling, grab the tools, grab the weapons, grab the things that you need to take it on and take it head on. Overwhelming victory, the Bible says, is yours in Christ. You are more than a conqueror through him. Isaiah tells us that no weapon formed against you will prosper. You already have the victory. You've already got it. So start fighting the giants in your world. The Bible says that the, 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 the things that we fight are not flesh and blood. They're principalities and powers of the unseen realm. Friends, don't learn to live with them. Start to fight those giants and move forward. Listen, move forward. God's got more for you. God's got more for you, man. God's got more for you. Learn to fight them and move forward into all he has for you. And my last thought is simply this. Maybe if the team can join me. I pray you know the adventure of following Jesus. I pray you learn to fight your giants. And I pray you keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. I, I know we serve a God who is a God of more. And I don't know where you are right now and whether your vision has become narrow, whether your, your vision has become dark. I don't know whether you're in a place where you are stagnant in your life and you can't see beyond where you are. Can I encourage you men to dream again? Keep dreaming. God is a God of more. He's a God, we serve a God of faith, man. We have a God of more. In fact, it's exceedingly abundantly above. The Bible says this, Ephesians 3.20, now all glory to God who's able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish, the, accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or even think. God has got 
more. First Corinthians 2 verse 9, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. Friends, what you see right now is not the end result. It is not the end of the story. God has got more. So keep dreaming, keep believing, keep asking, keep seeking. People uh, sometimes say to me, uh, when, when do you think Pastor Luke will retire? And I can say this because he's a father and faith to me. When do you think Pastor Luke will retire? Well, they'll ask him, Pastor Luke, how are you enjoying retirement? Can I tell you, friends, Pastor Luke will never retire. He won't. As long as he's got faith and vision and drive and energy and the call of God, he's not gonna retire. And, and neither should he. And neither will we want him to because there's no retirement in the kingdom. There's no retirement in the kingdom. You might retire like Dr. Bruce Page, and thank you for that little intervention there, Bruce, that was great. You might retire from work, but you never retire from the call of God. You might retire from, listen, there's no retirement in the kingdom, there's only graduation. You don't retire in the kingdom. You might slow down, you might have a different season, you might change focus, but you don't retire. Because as long as there's a pulse in your neck and there's breath in your lungs, and if there's not today, breathe, it will be helpful for you. It's good for you. As long as there is life in you, then that means you're not done and neither is God. And maybe I'm speaking to some of the older guys here today. There's no retirement in the kingdom. There is more for you. There is a dream beyond where you are. And I wanna tell you, friends, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, keep sowing, keep investing, keep believing, keep building a legacy, keep investing in the next generation. Dream a new dream for your life. Dream a new dream for your children. Dream a dream for, for your legacy and what you're imparting into people. Every one of us should be taking what we have or God's done in us and investing it into the next generation, investing it to those around us. Keep dreaming, keep believing. There is more for your life. And some of you here today, you've, you had it, you've lost the dream. You've, all you see now is a small, small thing. And can I tell you, there's an open, expansive life for you. Keep dreaming. Keep believing. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Every man in this room, my heart for you is that you dream. That you believe that God has more for you. You believe and live in such a way to go forward into all that God has for your life. Can you stand to your feet? I'd, I'd love to pray for you. And I'd love to pray for every guy here today. Men, can I, can I tell you this? Can I tell you that God loves you? And, and I wanna tell you that we love you. And we believe in you. We do. And I don't know if you ever heard your father say that he loved you, but can I tell you that we love you? We believe in you. Can I tell you that God loves you? And that he's got a great plan for your life. And I pray that as men in this room, and ladies, we love you. But I wanna to talk to the men. Men, can I tell you that there is a unique place for you, a unique call upon your life. And I pray you'd step into it. Don't shy away from it. Step into all that God has for you. With your families, with your kids, 
with your wives, with your businesses, with your workplaces. Step up and step in to what God is calling you into. We believe in you. We believe in all the things that God has for you. We believe you are who God says you are. And we love you. And we honor you today for all that you do and all that you are to us. All you are to your family and all you are to your kids. All you are to this community and this church. We value you. And we wanna see you charge forward into all that God has for you. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you for every guy in this room. We do thank you for the unique position and call that is upon them as men and for the unique call that is upon them as individuals. We bless them in Jesus' name. We pray, oh God, give them the courage and the boldness to step into all that you have for them. God, I pray, give us an adventurous spirit and discover the wondrous adventure it is of following Jesus. I pray for any man that is here today whose faith and walk with you is stagnant and boring and mundane. God, I pray, show them that open, expansive life. May they step wholeheartedly, 100%, all in to what you have for them and may they discover the great adventure of following Jesus. May they see things they never dreamed possible. May they do things they never thought would be a reality. May they go places they only thought was a possibility and a dream. God, I pray, give them more. God, I pray for every man here today. And we know the giant that is in our world. We know the giant that we're facing in divisions. And God, I pray, give these men the courage to fight the giants in their world. If any of us have been okay with accommodating a giant, if any of us have been okay with making friends with the giants that are in our world that are stopping us from walking forward into all you have for us, God, give us the courage to fight them today. And we will not stop until that giant is gone. And God, I pray for any of us who've lost our vision, help us to dream again. Help us to dream a new dream for our life, to know that the possibilities and potential with you are limitless. God, I pray help us to dream for our kids, for our grandkids, for our nieces, nephews, our friends, our family. God, help us to dream and see what you see. Lord, I thank you that there is no retirement. God, I pray help us to see the purpose you have for us right where we are, in Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and head bowed, I wanna pray one more prayer. I wanna pray for you here today. If you're, if you're here in this room and you don't know Jesus, and, and this is for everybody, not just guys, but anybody in this room. If you're here and you don't know Him, can I tell you that God loves you? God made you. God's got a wonderful plan for your life. He wants to bless you. We all mess up, we all sin. God sent His own Son, Jesus, to die on a cross. And when He died on that cross, He took upon Himself what you and I would do for our sin. He paid it all, He paid the price. And He extends to every one of us His free gift of grace. Forgiveness for your past or your guilt or your shame, gone, paid for. He gives you new life that begins right now. That wonderful adventure, it starts with Him now. He's got a hope for your future and He's got eternity with Him in heaven. And I would love to extend this invitation to any person here today. If you're here and you don't know Jesus or maybe right now you've been playing church and your life is far from Him. I wanna give you an opportunity now to pray a simple prayer. 
and invite Him to be the Lord of your life. I'm gonna pray this prayer out loud and if that's you this morning, you just join with me, you just pray it in your heart. You don't have to pray it out loud, I'll pray it out loud. You just follow me in it, but make it your prayer. Just say these words. Say, God, today I surrender my life to You. I know I've messed up and I know I've sinned, but I believe Jesus, You died for me. So right now, I surrender my life to Your hands. I turn from my old ways and I turn to You. I ask You to come in, be the Lord of my life and make me brand new today. In Jesus' Name. Just wherever your eyes still closed and head bowed, I wanna invite you to do something. If you prayed that prayer, I, I don't wanna embarrass you. I don't wanna call you out. I don't wanna bring you forward. I don't wanna do anything like that. But I do wanna encourage you to take one step of faith today. I'm gonna count to three. And if you prayed that prayer, either for the very first time or maybe coming back to God today, I want you to be really brave. And I just want you to slip your hand up just so I can see it. Just say, Steve, that was me. I prayed that prayer. Are you ready? Be brave, be bold. One, two, three. Hands up nice and high. You say, Steve, that's me. I prayed that prayer. Yes, right down the back. Yes, in the middle here. I see you. Yes, awesome. Yep, my man, I see you too. Awesome. Anybody else saying, Steve, count me in. Count me in, I prayed that prayer. Awesome, God bless you. God, we thank you so much for those who've responded today. We thank you for the new life that starts right now. And God, we thank you for the wondrous, open, expansive, adventurous life that's before them. We bless them now in Jesus' Name and we give you honour and glory and praise for them. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise in this place. Church, we're gonna sing together just for one more moment, but don't leave because there is one more special announcement I need to let you know about before you go. So let's sing, let's give God some praise together. Don't leave or you're gonna miss out.
honour all the guys, all the dads in the room, all the granddads. We love you guys. Okay, dads, because we think you're so awesome, every guy in the room today is going home with a free Krispy Kreme donut. We got a whole bunch of donuts for you guys. Now listen, here's the rules. Here's the rules. One donut each. I'm looking at you, Adam Frost. One, one donut each. Uh, if you are over 18, you get a donut as a guy. Ladies, it's not for you, right? You had your Mother's Day. Gotcha. All right, so donuts, for you. if you're here, don't take them home. Uh, for other people, just grab a donut yourself, but be blessed, enjoy it. If you need anything, fill in the Connect card. We'd love to connect with you. If you need prayer, prayer team down the front, guests, please come to the guest lounge. Tonight, we've got a Father's Day panel, a bunch of our lead pastors here. We're gonna have a great time, 5 p.m. See you guys, be blessed, have an awesome week.